Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Spiritually Empowered. I am your host, Ashley Coleman. Thank you so much for joining me today. So today I have a really special guest in the home studio, and it is one of my absolute favorite, most beautiful, intelligent, kind, warm souls that I've ever met. And yeah, I'm going to talk her up. Let's just do it. Allie Horde, everybody. So Allison Horde is an adventurer, a seer, a humanitarian, animal lover, soon to be mother, woo, and connector. Her greatest passions are writing or any form of creative expression, music, walks in mother nature, time spent with family, serving the world, and remaining mindful with how to be the best her every step of the way. She has found great joy in her career path, counseling and life coaching with the mental health and addiction populations. Ali is a certified breathwork practitioner and Reiki one and two practitioner and licensed massage therapist. Okay, my love. So in this episode, we are going to talk all about hearing your integrity and honoring it fully. So Ali is somebody who I see as someone who really checks in and hears herself and honors herself. So I'm just going to let that be enough of my talking for the moment and bring her in so we can share this woman's magic with you today. So welcome, Allie. Thank you for being here. Thanks, (laughs) Ashley. So great to be in your home. Mm. Great to have your kitty energy and to see your smile and to share this with you. This is really exciting. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. So how do you feel right now? I just want to check in. How do you how do you feel? Anytime anyone asks me how I feel, I take a breath. And I actually learned that from you. I teach breath work and I actually learned that from you. Wow. Just watching, observing, being the observer and seeing how people respond has really helped me learn how to have integrity with my response. So deep breath, I feel like clears any type of BS debris that wants to perform and say that I am feeling tired for the best of reasons. I am walking through my almost 13th week of pregnancy and flowing with all of the shifts and changes and turbulence and all of that is creating life. And so with that being said, I'm elated. I'm in a really grounded, secure, stable, focused, available place. Probably more so than I ever have been. Wow, amazing. And your energy shows it, so you you radiate that. Thank you, queen. Okay, so this is gonna be a really concise, potent, episode for you listeners out there. So we're going to talk about the evolution of Allie's integrity. So like I said, she is somebody who I feel radiates this truth, this presence inside of herself. So Allie, tell us, when did you first realize that you may have been out of touch with your integrity? Mm -hmm. My decision making. My decision-making along the way was very survival mode. Survival mode mode meaning I feel a certain way, so therefore I'm going to act upon it. I had no idea how to ground and observe and to nurture during, like I used the word turbulence, turbulent times. And so I 
reacted based off of how I felt and thought. Reacting on every thought and feeling can be very, very, very uprooting. And with that, when I say poor decision-making, it wasn't in alignment with who I was. Um, Meaning alignment, it wasn't who I came into this world to be. And so I started to live to die. And that is a heavy statement, but for those of you that are tuning in, if you really sit with that and you can see when you've been off kilter with your integrity, you can see, wow, something must be rocking your world so much to the point where you have to make a decision that is based off of survival. So honestly, Ashley, since I came out of the womb, (laughs) since I came into this world, it felt like a concrete rat race jungle. Mm. And I didn't have somebody in the beginning say, hey, this way, or hey, choose that direction. There was a false sense of control Mm. every step of the way where I felt so confined and trapped in expression that rebellion, Mm -hmm. rebellion took the wheel. And I got so fixed and so embedded in the rebellion, I got lost. So I'd say from the beginning of time, and life's traumas and life's events continued to feed upon that and grow that. And I convinced myself at some point that I was a monster. Deep down, there was this really sweet angelic voice. That one, that subtle one, the monster one likes to blare and likes to parade and likes to parade around. And so it's easier to get our attention. But then there's that really subtle, grounded voice within. So even though I kept going um, in a direction that wasn't in alignment with my integrity, something still believed in me inside that said, you're not a bad person. You're not a bad person. You're not in alignment with who you are. Has anyone ever helped you shape who you are? Helped you observe that? And have you allowed it in? Because I was on this rat race of self-destruction. I wouldn't let anybody in. So even when I was getting those compliments or, wow, Allie, you have a a beautiful singing voice. Or, wow, Allie, you're great at this or that, it was a automatic rejection. So I wasn't in integrity with me, so I'm not gonna allow myself to hear the truth in any capacity. Wow, thank you so much for sharing that. Yes, of course. That was deeply, deeply moving. Beautiful, Allie. So when do you feel like you softened? Is Can you remember like a moment or maybe a phase where something, a, a switch flipped and you began to approach who you really were? Yes. And I will tell you right now, I have been gifted the defect of perfectionism. And so that's been one of my obstacles along the way um, to start to shed some of that perfectionism and start to lean into committing, just committing to who I am. We don't have to highlight and harp so much on this. It must be like this. Fun allowed that healthy, clean fun. But where I started to, when I had this awakening was actually in the middle of the woods. I was on a solo. I was blindfolded. I was sent to a wilderness program. Wow. When I was 17, 
I was in the midst and the height of an eating disorder, active addiction, um, just massive spiritual attacks from every angle that I took, I took on as my own. And I sat in silence. I was, it, I was gifted for the first time in my life, the gift of silence with myself and the gift of observation without self-destruction. And I went crazy. <laughs> I went bananas, wow. you guys. I went absolutely nuts. And it was necessary, this necessary unwinding, untangling, unraveling, let's get messy to get to the core. Amen. Let's get messy to get to the core. Yeah. I remember even trying to harm myself out there to try to get out. Wow. But everywhere you go, there you are. Everywhere you go, there you are. And I just sat Indian style and I heard this little voice say, you're not so bad. And I heard it. There's a lot of shame I, I got from the outside from my behavior and a lot more on the inside. And so I started to have this dialogue and I would duel this opponent inside of me and challenged it. And that is where the challenge began to come back home to me. Who am I? And guess what? It was the light and the dark. It was both. Mm. I'm both. And so age 17 is when I started to wake up. I didn't fully, <laughs> I wasn't just completely enlightened, but yeah. there began enlightenment and awareness and wisdom, fresh perspective and clarity that reached me. And it took getting taken from my home, blindfolded, walked into the wilderness alone, and left with a tarp, spark rock, a knife, char cloth to, to start my own fires, to make my own food. And it was, that was survival mode. But I started self-advocacy. Yes. Self-advocacy really helped mm -hmm. me come back home to me. I'd been waiting up until age 17, along the way for everybody else to do it for me. Mm -hmm. And that was a very deep wound. And that is how we can get very lost. And, and so, yeah, I'd say then. That was the beginning for me. Wow. You guys, when she shared that, I cried. <laughs> I got chills. Like, wow. This Aries queen speaks. <laughs> you speak so directly. It's just a miracle. Thank you. Yeah. And I've known her for, God, like two years. Yeah, I, I don't I have no idea. But I've never heard this. Like, this is really special. And I'm going to go back and listen. So... Ali, what is, how do we, how, where do we start with self-advocacy? Where do we, where can, where can someone start with that? I love this. I love this. I love this. I love this question. <laughs> and I love Ashley. Oh. And I love you, listener. <laughs> I like to go back to the beginning of time. I like to go back to the origin point. Mm. Okay. So the origin point is birth, it, us coming to life. When you came out of the womb... You didn't come into the world as a low life, not wanted, not enough, not beautiful enough, not handsome enough, not kind enough, not this, not that. But you came in as I am. And slowly along the way, we give our power away. Your power is empowerment, who you are, your human divine structure. 
And I will tell you that it starts by taking that back. And where that begins is when you are not alone, but you are in silence. For me, it took physical silence to really learn how to navigate through the multiple voices in my body, in my heart, in my mind, and not compartmentalize, but give them a place, give it some structure, rather than allowing them to orchestrate this blaring garage band that sounded awful mm. <laughs> throughout my system and clouded my judgment. Mm. And so I have to tell you, listener and Miss Ashley, and reminder to myself that stillness is the propeller. It advances you into authentically true self. I do not like that <laughs> naturally. I do not like that naturally, but then I learned to love it because I practice it. Mm -hmm. I practice it and I practiced it. I've, I will tell you that it wasn't just that one time to sit with myself, but you're a vehicle. I like to say this in my breathwork classes, your body's a vehicle, your soul's a vehicle, your heart, your mind. And so it needs maintenance on a continual basis. So this means I need continual repair, reflection, observation. And I started to practice going inward. How do I shift from obsession to observation? How do I shift from future tripping to pre-planning? Mm -hmm. And I started to divide and create, and also writing, by the way, if you're listening, your mind can only store so much. Mm -hmm. Pen to paper is a powerful energy expeller mm -hmm. and a great way to extract lingering unwarranted thinking to clear any debris that could be blinding you from clarity. Now, it's up to you, wise one, to pick up the pen yeah. and to do that work. We meet yeah. ourselves halfway. If you gotta get your latte to do the work, make it fun. <laughs> so yeah, I'd say, I'd say it starts with also your space. Mm -hmm. Consider your space. Like the rhythm of my breath is the rhythm of my mind. The rhythm of my bedroom is the rhythm of my mind. And so consider your space where you're in silence. Is it disarray? Is it disorganized? Is it chaotic? We absorb that. So those were, those were ways that I began to start to really listen along with feeling, checking in with feelings, body sensations. Intuition arrives in different capacities. It arrives in sensation. Have you ever noticed when you're driving down the freeway and you get the tingles from a song? That song has a message. When you're around a certain person and they activate you in a particular way, whether it be warning, warning, or, oh my gosh, this person's going to change my life forever. We can feel that viscerally. So that's another way to listen. Listening to me is feeling. Listening to me is feeling. Not judging, feeling. And what that means is, okay, checking in with me. My system may not like this. Well, why don't I like this? I don't like it because I'm not ready to see something or I'm not liking it because it doesn't serve me and it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. We get to decide. That's autonomy. We get to decide. Yeah. Oh, wow. Epic. <laughs> Epic. I mean, that was a mic drop. You said stillness is progression or still, there was something in there that was an absolute mic drop. 
Stillness is. I call that just. I call that channeling. Stillness is a propeller. Yeah. Stillness is is a propeller and an advancer and an expander. And I also believe gentleness as well. If anybody's studied or known yin and yang, I get my power from fueling my yin and my yang gets stronger. So mm. in layman's terms or watered down for someone like, what is yin and yang? My gentleness fuels my power. So when I come in gentle, the door opens, you guys. Imagine that. Mm. <laughs> if I come in like a bull in a china shop, people are like, whoa, sis. But there's ways to elevate that, to turn up the volume on that, that can feel very grounding as well. Mm. Amazing. Okay. So taking a breath, all of us. Beautiful. Breathing. So I'm going to ask you, Allie, what else, you know, mm. would you like to bring to this moment? Mm. I, I feel this gorgeous open space right now. You know, what else would you like to share about, you know, maybe what does it look like when somebody is really listening? Great question. And I, I love that. It's, it's different for everybody. And I think that it's our responsibility to explore that. Yeah. I will tell you this, that it, it, it requires a recipe of mindfulness, awareness, and continual listening. I feel like I'm a walking meditation, a mindfulness meditation. And that's where self-advocacy has bloomed for me. In each moment, I'm not obsessing, but I am scanning, I am observing. Mm. I am a reactor and very impulsive. And so there is a need for slowing down to speed up, mm -hmm. which my friend Elise <laughs> always says, yeah. shout out. So the slow down to speed up, it usually, usually behind my greatest resistance is my greatest importance. And so I start there. Usually beyond, behind something I'm super resistant with is my great reward. And... Usually, as silly as it sounds, but it may not be so silly, little things like making the bed or organizing the bookshelf. There is some type of energetic, not block, but hold back to something blooming, to something shifting, or maybe internal, that internal rearrangement. Mm. So I would say first and foremost, the way that we can really get present with listening Think of it like you're a structure, mind, body, spirit, or emotionally, mentally, physically, and if applicable to you, spiritually. And we examine those on a daily basis because we are different forms each day. Your life shapes you. And so the one thing that's constant in life is change, I'm noticing, but your essence doesn't. So we work from the base and the origin point of essence. And so it's our responsibility to come back home to that. How do we do that? What right now in your life is not serving you, it's creating self-destruction, is creating a lack of rhythm, and we start there. We start to nurse those points. We start to nurse them, and how do we nurse those? Well, if you're resistant towards breath work, or perhaps you're hearing this word Reiki all around town, and you're like, oh, 
woo-woo. I'd like you to check in on that. I usually find the judger has yet to experience, the judger has yet to be informed or educated, or the judger has a fear. That's a good starting point for me. And so it does take a lot of willingness. I think it's, you start there. And then from that, it becomes an act of consciousness. And the way that I remain conscious for me has been breath work. What foods and sustenance I put into my body, you'll notice what's compatible and what isn't. Right now during pregnancy, Mexican food is a no-go. It's not happening. <laughs> I love Mexican food. Okay, Allie, throw your tantrum. <laughs> throw your tantrum. And then we fall into acceptance. That's the other piece, Ash, is giving permission for the meltdown. I feel like so many of us, hello, have it, sweetie. Throw your tantrum. Look at this fountain. <laughs> you guys should see the scream. I just let a scream. A scream. You should hear it too. You can hear it. But giving yourself some permission for the meltdown, have your tantrum and have a safe place to have the tantrum. I think it's important for people to bear witness to those. Ashley and I have exposed ourselves to each other and practice vulnerability and that that vulnerability is empowerment mm. so and the more i find that we practice that vulnerability through trial and error we start to learn what's our truth can you say that one more time when we start to when we start to practice vulnerability the more we have access to our truth wow Hello. it's true because <laughs> guess what nobody can take advantage of your vulnerability mm. Vulnerability is a shame blaster. If you own your stuff, mm. if you own your stuff, you're showing people it's safe to heal. I'm showing myself it's safe to heal. Yep. If you have a problem with that, gosh, it sounds like you have some awesome work ahead of you. Mm. Sounds like you have something that's very similar. There could be a mirroring aspect there. Yeah. There's so much to this and so many ways to explore it. But I'll tell you, mind, body, spirit, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, we're not going to get it perfect. We're here to practice That's right. maintaining. We're here to practice awakening. There's no arrival point. We're human. When is the end? I don't know. Not for us to know. Mm. Wow. Absolutely love that share. I can't wait to go back and re-listen to that. Okay, my love. So thank you so much for that share. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, so what are three things, or how about this? How about two things, like quick little wisdom drops, like little that you might already said that you can repeat. So two wisdom drops, and then how can people find you? Mm, wisdom drop. I would say that... Your next breath is an opportunity to set an intention. That would be the first wisdom drop. You can restart your day at any time. Give yourself, grant yourself access to the restart button, friends. The breath can absolutely do that and has very strong medicinal value in restarting your day. The other one is gentleness is power. Gentleness is power. You will find that I've maybe have shared that and sprinkled that throughout the podcast with Ashley. And I will tell you, I'm, um, and excuse me, not only an advocate of that, but I'm a believer because I've experienced it. And so 
Those would be my two wisdom drops. I will let you know that it is intuitively been revealed to me that my golden prana, my, my breath work practice is called golden prana breath work. It's been revealed to me that I am not useful energetically on Instagram on golden prana breath work, but you can find me at H-O-R-D underscore C-H-A-T-A, Horde underscore Chata. I love wordplay, <laughs> love it. And you can find me there as well as my website, www.goldenprana, P-R-A-N-A, breathwork.com. So goldenpranabreathwork.com. I will be doing some pop-ups here and there as the sun starts to shine here on the East Coast. I'm offering Zoom sessions, virtual sessions, and individual sessions currently, and massage therapy. Currently, I'm offering cranial uh, TMJ work and back and neck. And that is it because of the pregnancy. So um, I'm also offering life coaching and Reiki. So those are the ways you can find me. And email is Allie, A-L-I dot Horde, H-O-R-D at gmail.com. Love it. You guys, please connect with this beautiful queen and feel free to let us know, tag us in a post, what spoke to you the most? Because I have a feeling there's going to be some massive takeaways. Thank you so much for your time. You guys connect with Ali. Let us know what you thought about this. And we really want to talk to you about sisterhood because when you're in the presence of a very powerful woman who is mic dropping at every breath, it, and she's pointing to me, and I'm pointing <laughs> to her. We have this thing where I just see her as a queen. And so we really want to talk to, you know, the community about how to be in the presence of a powerhouse and how to love them and see them and celebrate them and know that it's within you. So mm. stay tuned. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. <laughs>